0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis.
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 268 and a first-time guest. If you care to introduce yourself.
2: My name is Shannon. (laughs) 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 That's that's who I am (laughs) Yes, some background context perhaps Okay, (laughs) I am a co-host for Voices of Defiance. I have been on the sci-fi community for many years with GWC If anybody out there is listening, who knows who that is
0: It's been mentioned quite a few times Quite a few
2: times, I'm sure I love Stargate, so that's why we're here today Amongst other several sci-fi shows Which people who listen to me know uh, You can find me on Twitter at SciFiGirl
0: I think that's all we need. (laughs) Welcome everybody to this latest episode of the Gatecast. This week we're going to be looking at Stargate Atlantis Season 3 Episode 19, Vengeance, and the return of a recurring guest and former Star Trek actor. Ah, Connor. Yeah, it's not going to be a big surprise because they put his name in the credits (laughs) before they actually reveal him, so sod the mystery. That
1: really irked me at the season finale of Season 1 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If they had left Jackson's name off the credits, that reveal would have been a lot more interesting and surprising. But you knew from sort of, you know, five minutes in that he was coming up. And I realised there's all sorts of negotiations necessary with the Screen Actors Guild. And to get them taken off the credits is quite a difficult union issue from what I've been able to research.
2: To put the guest name in? Yeah.
0: There's been a few shows where the vaccine managed to put a major surprise guest or credit at the end of the episode, as opposed to the front. But like you say, it's not something a production can do on a whim.
1: And unions are never easy to negotiate with.
2: I think they're hoping that people aren't paying attention to the credits at the bottom of them when the show's starting.
0: Oh, they should know better.
2: Especially sci-fi fans. We see everything.
0: <laughs> like we are saying with the the episode Sunday, unfortunately, because one extra blabbed, everybody
2: knew who was going to die in the you know what, just last night we were watching that one, and Sean's asking, who dies, who dies? I'm like, it's a character death. It's an important episode. It's a character death. He's like, who was it? I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you. Five minutes later, he's looking on the internet. Huh. Oh.
1: Like, could you no. not just watch it? <laughs> Couldn't you sort
2: of just unplug the router? I'm like, well, look around you. You could tell. You could see who the main people are here. You know who's not going to die.
0: <laughs> yes. Who's getting really disappointed in this episode? <laughs> it's
2: not going to be a, Shepherd. I can tell you that.
1: It's, it's a really crappy day for him, in fairness. I mean, things start bad and get worse. Sorry, I just walked two and a bit kilometres, and Turku is very non-flat. you right? get
2: your workout right? Oh, uh, yeah, my back's screaming at me, though. More than <laughs> you wanted to. You're getting uh, loopy on us, so we'll know why.
1: No, I, I don't say, Cody. In fairness, Shannon, you haven't met Soberface.
0: <laughs> <laughs> an interesting statement.
1: It's true, though. Seriously, though, I was sober for more than an hour to an hour and a half at any point we interacted
2: You know, we were talking about that earlier. He's like, have you met him? I'm like, I don't remember. It's been at least three years since we had our last one. And I wasn't at every one of them.
1: I did meet you. We went for a meal. It was the year they got the tattoos. Oh, yes. The tattoos. And the memory serves, at some point in the hotel, I was wearing a werewolf mask.
2: I do remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, And you were drunk. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I've been sober since the end of May 2012. I probably shouldn't have clicked on that. By the way, the laptop's not even boot. I have not tweeted.
0: I've tweeted, don't worry.
1: Did you tweet that I miscalculated and thought it was two hours later? No. Oh. I'm sorry, no. You messaged me and my brain went panic time, took a break at 4 to 4 my time. So I should have left then and come back here and got something to eat and then sort of uh, sat down and been ready at 6 rather than this mad running around
0: how oh, familiar are you with then season three in this particular episode?
2: Well, I've already watched this episode a couple of times. Yeah, I have to do that with my own podcast. Just to familiarize myself with this, I could take notes at the beginning. It's all about Michael and the Erratus Bug. I haven't watched much of Stargate in a while. I just got through watching this episode earlier, about an hour ago, in between the kids. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a five and a 2 year old so it was kind of difficult to sit and hear everything.
0: You've got one older than that.
2: Yes, that's true. The big one, the big kid. I completely... I agree with
1: that. Welcome to Voices of Defiance. It's a podcast about sci-fi's television show Defiance and all of its universes to include, but not limited to, the video game. We're not experts, just a few fans like yourself that love the show and want to geek out about it. Hello, I'm your host, Stargate Pioneer, and with me is the woman. Her
3: name is Shannon. Hello. And joining us is the man. His name is Sean. Actually, that's more Wookiee. This is awesome.
2: Uh, We should do this more often.
3: Yeah, it was awesome. If you want to get in touch with us, you can catch us on Twitter at Defiance. Email us at feedback at VoicesOfDefiance.com. Go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com
1: slash VoicesOfDefiance. Swing by our website,
4: www.VoicesOfDefiance.com. Catch you next time and watch out for those hellbugs.
0: Mind you, most of my uh, iPod playlist now is People that I first heard on GWC, quite alarming, all the legends and the gonna Geek.
2: I know. It, the whole gonna Geek thing that started by Steven, I mean, it surprised me how far away people were coming from to come to these podcasts.
0: Shows you what it meant to
2: It She truly does. I mean, when I was five months pregnant, I, I went all the way up to Chicago to see Amanda Tapping because it was the first time <laughs> she was coming back to the Stargate Comic Con up there since she had her daughter. So it was a big event. There was like eight different people there that weekend. It was awesome. But I went all the way up just for Amanda.
1: Okay then are we good to kick off? Yeah. Cause I'll just blather on randomly about something tenuously connected only in my own head.
2: You know, we do the same thing. We do. That's how you get the best commentary sometimes though.
1: Yeah, think of it as a sort of informal riff tracks. We're just not as we don't have their production values or budget.
0: Or spend three months writing a script.
1: Well there's that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rare Departure from the Norm. I watched this. Did he was, he was saying
2: you don't normally watch them. I don't. I
0: asked. Sent a message over Facebook. Should I watch it? <laughs> the answer was really obvious. I was always going to say yes.
1: Yeah, well, because I knew this was coming for quite a while and I'm done with lectures for the years.
2: Sean never watches before we did Defiance. I'm the only one that does. And then he looks at me with a blank face like, who was it? What was the name? I'm like, did you not watch it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another tradition with guests is I ask the guests to pick the language of choice for the Countdown. Your choices include English, Irish, Finnish, Swedish, French, German,
2: Spanish. I think I'll pick English.
0: (laughs) Right. As per usual, we're watching the Region 2 PAL version of the episode. Runtime, 41 minutes, 47 seconds. Shannon is making do with watching the episode on her phone. Bless her.
1: Really?
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. Okay. I do a lot of watching on my phone. (laughs)
1: Right then, if we're ready.
0: Yep, are you uh, set up on black screen, zero, 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 Shannon? That's where I'm at. Good.
1: Okay. Right, three, two, one. Quickie.
4: Previously on Stargate Atlantis.
0: Mm. Right then. Oh, the, uh, yep. the Aratus bug. Yes, we remember this all right. Of Elia is human, and part of it comes from a creature we call the Aratus bug. Dual state as well. Mm-hmm. Her first appearance on Atlantis. Came back looking a little... Much better. Yes.
1: (laughs) Looking a little bit more Jules' Daisy. A
2: little bit more colour in her face. Quite
0: a lot of caution in the previously, considering that he's dead. Dead, Yeah. (laughs) And the root cause for this entire episode. Eyes straight ahead. Focus on me. Never, ever look away from your enemy.
1: Yeah, Rodney just really doesn't look comfy, (laughs) does he? Well.
2: (laughs) Well, look who he's being stared down by.
0: I know. It doesn't, it doesn't help that his gait doesn't fit at all.
1: Yeah, I'd say Momoa probably outweighs
2: him by about 100 pounds.
4: McKay, what did I say? Don't take your eyes off me. Gotta anticipate the next move. You're right.
2: <clears throat> I mean, what is he, like 6'5, six, 6'7? Six, I'd imagine so. Intimidating. The commentary said that you actually see him in
1: full shot beside Rachel. It's then you realize how tall he actually is, because Rachel's like, you know, somewhere around his elbow.
3: Wow. What do you
1: want?
4: We lost contact with the Tyrannans.
3: You mean, the volcano people—super volcano people. What happened to them?
0: I like this. Rodney suddenly got all attentive when he had an audience. Mm-hmm. Got to look good in front of people because Rodney is really obsessed with looking good in front of people. That's it. Keep prodding him. Go on.
2: Just distract him. <laughs> that's it,
0: Rodney. Don't take your eyes off. the Rodney. I
2: love the part that's coming up.
3: No, we just did. Everything looks okay, but the uh, settlement's a couple kilometers from the gate, so we don't know anything yet.
2: He realized. Yeah, 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 yeah. maybe I should take my eyes off you.
0: Oh. oh and you know he must have hit him <laughs> yeah <ice>. oh yeah <laughs> oh
3: may want to change first
0: oh we
2: we're just laughing walk away he knew exactly then, what john was doing on purpose
0: blinching like that and Ronan just pats him on the back okay, did Ronan uh, yeah, just yeah, throw that throw stick it, into it, the corridor
2: throw it into the corridor like yeah,
0: clear yeah it, it looks time. like
2: I think there's a bucket over there where they keep all this stuff
3: got a lot done in the short time they've been here.
4: They're hard-working people. I've made several trips to assist them and getting
2: settled. John Shepherd is not a small guy, so Ronan has to be way taller. And
1: you know, so, Ronan's like, he's a good bit back, and I'd say he's yeah. down a bit.
0: I mean, look at him. He looked like a beast compared to them three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then he became a beast in Game of Thrones.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, my then Game of Thrones watcher was very upset when he died. you watched it without having seen the book.
2: Oh, well, much like most of it, somebody has to.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh dear.
3: Anybody home?
1: Yeah, that's never a good thing.
0: No, not when you're expecting the whole community. I mean, Rodney was probably hoping to see Narina again.
3: Let's get these workstations powered up. Maybe we can figure out where these people went.
0: In fact, I think Rodney was hoping to see Narina again.
3: I got something. A single lifetime. Where is it?
0: It's uh, below
3: us.
2: You know, I think I'd be a little too freaked out just to go find out what's down below.
3: Quite a way below us they built underground?
4: No. One of the previous civilizations that lived here was similar to the Janai, living below the surface to avoid detection by the Wraith.
0: Yes. Let's get reinforcements now.
2: Exactly. I mean, this I've done law we... enforcement for too long. I would not get down with just four of us. How do we get there? This is what
1: Marine units are for.
0: And the infantry. And the cavalry. Nice. Wasn't this a 3D map painting?
2: Yeah. Ready we just got four of us, let's go down to this really big complex and look for something that's moving. <laughs> Seems a like a bad idea.
0: And you can always count on there being steam and metal grating. It wouldn't be an underground complex otherwise.
1: They even said that the, they only had a small part of the place where they were shooting because the rest of it was being used.
0: film called Seed was being recorded on this hospital set. They're actually underneath a mental hospital.
2: Mm. Which should still be creepy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait.
4: Whoa. What is that?
2: Looks like a cocoon oh. of some sort.
4: What's inside it? Oh, you know,
3: whatever it is, it's
4: not
0: inside anymore. <laughs> it's interesting though, isn't it? You know, they actually rent out the basements, filming, it to bring a bit more money in.
2: Dim the light. Make the green walls. Yeah, they would be creepy. I cannot say how much I enjoyed this opening music of Atlantis.
0: Yeah, Joel Goldsmith did a fantastic job on it. Okay then, Vengeance, Season 3, Episode 9 of Stargate Atlantis. This is Gatecast, Episode 268. This episode was written by Carl Binder and directed by Andy McKeeter. Had its world premiere in Canada January the 29th, 2007. We got it in the UK, March the 7th. The Americans got it June the 15th. Sweden, got it December the 14th, Germany, February the 20th, 2008, and Japan, February the 25th, 2009. Quite a few series with episodes of the same name. Prey, CSI Miami, Law and Order, Smallville, Legend of the Seeker, really miss that show. Oh,
2: I do too. I love that one.
0: Canon, NCISLA, The Killing, Dallas, and Silk Stalkings.
2: Oh my god, I haven't heard that show in forever.
1: Silk Stalkings. That reminds me, uh, Legend of the Seekers is on one of the Netflixes, I must find out which one. I watched season one, I thought it got a bit strange in season two.
2: Legend of the Seeker? Hmm. They didn't really follow the book. But you know, in season two they got distracted because the creator of Legend of the Seeker, which is Robert Tappert, which is also the creator of Xena, was in the process of creating Spartacus.
3: They're gone. What?
1: Yes, large cocoons.
2: And we're still
1: exploring. (laughs) An empty cocoon. It's an empty cocoon. Let's continue, because that sounds like a good plan. We're
3: tracking it. We don't think it's human, though.
4: Why not? We discovered a large cocoon in one of the rooms under the settlement. We think whatever hatched from it is what we're detecting. Did you just say cocoon?
3: Yeah, it's like a big slimy... It's a pod. Even
0: Chuck looks worried.
2: I mean, it's empty, so... No. Yeah. All sorts of no. I'd be back up.
0: We're thousands of light years away, and we're worried.
2: And she's faintly worried. She's like, yeah, he's okay. They're okay. I trust them.
0: Elizabeth is fine as long as she's got a red T-shirt on. When she changes, then you know something's wrong.
2: <laughs> i never noticed that before, but you're actually right. Yeah. Freaking red shirts. So basically,
1: it's the anti-Star Trek.
2: Does she have it on <laughs> when she died?
0: <laughs> Does, she die? Does she die? Does she? We don't
1: We don't spoil ahead of time.
0: Even though there's nobody watching, listening to us that haven't seen it oh
1: dear oh yeah
2: right. <clears throat> in
0: I wouldn't be in too much of a hurry guys
2: let's split up oh my god look at this morning.
1: <laughs> this is what I think of when I read in a fantasy book bodies piled
0: like cordwood yeah.
2: this
1: is the kind of image you're supposed to get in your head I think
2: not to mention the smell
1: that would be there
0: extras you've got a great job you've just got to lie still
1: don't move <laughs> Great, and the male extras are gone. Can I have someone cute lying on top of me, please?
0: Yes, it's probably got a warning as well. No grabby stuff, be considerate.
1: Yes, no accidental touching.
0: Or deliberate if it came to that. Oh, Ronan's gone again. What's up with this lad? Ronan?
4: Oh,
3: for God's sakes. Ronan!
4: In
0: here. I'm impressed with that blow with his mouth open. Yeah. You can't
3: wander off like that. You gotta
0: oh there's the bug
3: oh no the Rattis bug i hate those things that explains why the wounds look so familiar what is
4: it doing here
2: the ratus bugs are not indigenous to this planet
4: Oh, somebody brought it here
1: it's yeah well we can understand why
2: <laughs> right there is still enough reasonably
0: a bit spooky if it just twitched or something
2: i do not sense any way in the settlement
0: oh our little friend is
3: on the move he right for us. So
0: fast, very fast. Those were here. Ronan, stun. Why? Stun. <laughs> i really annoyed with having a stun setting on his gun.
1: But it's such a nice gun. It's big and it's loud and it's like Chinese. Life. Ronan's doing the tear crawl and pointing out blinding the blindingly obvious.
0: <laughs> and all the debris on the table as well.
1: Our little friend, yeah. Because this is definitely going to be a say hello to my little friend situation.
0: Colonel Shepard, this is Lieutenant Negley. Do you copy? This is Ryan Booth playing Lieutenant Negley. He's been in two episodes of SE one as well as six episodes of Universe. This is his only appearance on Atlantis, which you realise why in a bit.
2: Yeah. It won't last long. <laughs> no.
0: He's a marine though. He's there to be sliced and diced.
2: You know so what I love about Stargate, if you look even with Sanctuary they use the same sci fi people over and over again.
1: It's Hannah, there. it's a small pool.
2: Yeah, the Vancouver. Well, heck, even X-Files did that. you
1: just got to say, basically, if you want to be an actor in genre TV, don't go to Hollywood. Go to Vancouver.
2: You go to Vancouver or you go to Toronto? Yeah, you're far more likely to get a job. It's
0: close. The beep came faster and faster.
2: I bought that P90 last year to do a Comic-Con. Did you? Dressed up as Amanda. It's really easy considering it's only BDUs and a shirt. Well, you got to get Do you have any uh, Stargate patches? I got the jacket, I haven't got the patches.
0: Don't forget to look left and right when walking down a spooky corridor. <laughs> well, and oh, it's a tall man. Get him. Oh, what? Poor yes, Ronan, yeah. for Christ's state Look got...
2: at that crossfire.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. Wow. Oh.
1: I think Ronan was being. God, <laughs> the, 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 the name <laughs> escaped me. Yellow guy first. Yellow guy. Hang on. Yeah. Had the facial sort of uh, tentacle things.
0: Doggo. Yes, thank you. He's not yellow.
2: Is this what we were talking about earlier? You got to be a fan to get past the cheesiness. That
0: obviously, you know. Oh, it's a it's a big rubber guy in a suit, isn't it? But
2: just like the paws we were talked about, you know, that looks look like a foam full of ketchup. No, it's a
3: piece of an arm. It looks like. Well, let's hope that slows him down. Well,
2: maybe maybe it'll bleed to
3: death.
4: Or just grow another arm.
0: Oh, look at that! <laughs> hey guys, I know you're not expecting any trouble, but be on guard a little. Thanks.
1: Well, it didn't last long.
0: Yep, so much for the backup. Mm. That scene actually was a lot longer. They had the dark coming to them from a good long ways, but obviously they cut it down.
1: Yeah, we we'll just come to the gate. That's like that everything else. Kill again.
0: Surprisingly, this is the first time Andy Mikita, the director, is watching the final episode. Mm-hmm. He hands in his director's cut and then doesn't really see the final cut.
2: Which, again, speaking of people go from one show to the other, he followed a man over to Sanctuary.
0: Yep. Respond.
1: Really, I mean, guys, why are you still exploring? Why aren't you getting the living hell out of
4: there? <laughs> it's through that doorway.
2: Let's go open this door in this dark hallway.
0: Yes, yeah, so all the glistening, damp walls, that's not good.
1: The references to uh, the first two alien movies aren't I are think.
0: There's no reason not to be.
1: There, especially.
0: Oh, look at the water glistening on that wall. This is not a good place to be. Yeah, they built two of these, well, two and a bit of these mm-hmm. pods and basically, you know, photoshopped the rest into the scene.
1: They were quite impressed with the set dressers with the slime that they got on the walls and stuff.
0: Yeah, from Slither. Nathan Fillion, sci-fi horror flick. Ah,
3: uh, yes,
1: Nathan. My friend Maria, who uh, Mike has heard, is in the process of watching Firefly because when I found out she hadn't seen it, I was like, you will come to my apartment, you, you will to look to at watch the show. You Firefly. Yeah, I showed her Dr. Horrible and she didn't know what was coming
2: you've got to watch Firefly
1: after hectic but she doesn't know what's coming in that either
2: well it won't take long to find out though what
4: about the cocoon and the life sign they're tracking?
3: there was no mention about it well, there was a brief transmission they were almost out of range
4: okay good keep me posted
1: yes Oh, right, unless there's another
3: one <sighs> searched all around that thing ain't in there bunch much on hashtags pods
4: whatever is there another way out
3: oh it's the only door to the room well they must have found another way out because it is still on the move alien
0: there we go thank you
3: the movie alien they use the air shafts to move around the ship and then systematically killed the entire crew one by one thank you for bringing that up they didn't kill them all
0: I mean Stargate have never like you said never bothered them to steal ideas <laughs> but they do mostly acknowledge the fact that they're stealing ideas yes
2: this is just like that horrible movie remember that <laughs> like let's just go shoot things
0: that's a lot of C4. Isn't it empty pods now?
2: No, this is the room with the yeah. live one.
0: Yeah, they're full. And they actually stuck a little headlamp into each of the pods to illuminate them from the inside. That's why
2: it
1: reminded him of Dargo. Where did he suddenly get a sword?
0: He always carries a sword.
1: Yeah, it's always on his back.
0: Uh oh! <laughs> Quick, blow it, go. On. Let's go. Yeah, that's the kick cube. Out you go. There the we go. Shut the door! Of course, the rubber it hand.
1: Fire the <laughs> oh, there goes the door. What was the point in
2: shutting it? The compression. Mm.
0: And, of course, if you left it open, that other creature would have got that.
2: That completely would have blown out the light right there. Mm. Is that a light or a window?
0: Because
1: that looks like natural light? It's, color for, for
2: it's, it's a light.
0: Yeah. You've seen how far on the ground they are.
2: you got to have a light if you're going to have a creepy hallway.
0: You're probably confused because most of the lighting they've actually is made with green gel to give it kind of an alien look.
2: Add to the creepiness. Not that being in a middle hospital wouldn't be creepy. I think we got them
3: all. That's good. Except for our armless friend. He's still in the move. Let's go get
0: him. Yeah, it's going to be that easy, John.
2: Mm -hmm. Hey, look, we found more. That's nasty.
0: (laughs) I did not say (laughs) that steam's coming from a kettle. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they got a crew person to just boil the kettle and leave it go <laughs> hey look they were commenting as well about how if it's the same size or smaller than a human they much prefer a practical effect to uh, CG
0: here's that scene you were talking about where Ronan just looks enormous
1: yeah he's hulking, he's actually hulking
0: and he actually had to watch his head on some of the pipework
1: yeah they were saying that, he kept banging it because <laughs> Rachel's not short I mean, nope. she's at least 5'9", five 5'10".
2: Five yeah, she's, yeah, she's about 5'10". And he's hair to shoulders. It was, but it must have it must have doubled back.
3: She has. Yes. Obviously, it knows its way around this place better than we do. Perhaps we should consider returning to the gate.
4: What do you mean, give up?
3: No, not give up.
4: We can find out what happened to the Marines and request additional backup so that we may do a proper search of the settlement.
0: I like this plan. I mean, if we're taking a vote. Thank you, Taylor. Let's return to the gate. Bloody good idea.
1: Sensible. Somebody's been watching their classic air science fiction.
0: Yeah, and they've lost contact with the Marines. You know, something is happening above ground as well.
1: As they're just calmly walking through. Why would Taylor know? I mean, he's the military guy. Can he? Well, it worked. Yeah, but even so, they're complaining about how little wilderness they had filming.
0: Yeah, this is filmed at Green Timbers, and like they've said throughout the series, they'll get SG1 as well. Development is slowly taking all the useful filming land away from them.
1: I always Canada had vast areas of tracted forest.
0: They do, but the further you head away from the studios, the more everything costs. Mm.
1: You end up going on location without leaving the country.
3: The bug was the Tranans. Which is, as we know, exactly how the wraith evolved. I mean, a ratus bug bites human, human DNA mixes with theirs, a
2: thousand years go by,
3: wraith. So what? They're trying to create more wraith?
0: <laughs> and this is a tracking shot. I think you said they uh, added it on 100 feet to Dolly Track.
4: Hmm.
2: Where did you say they were filming it?
0: Green Timbers, suburb of Vancouver.
2: Vancouver. I'm not entirely sure as to the wraith's reproductive
3: methods. I don't want to be around to watch that film. Anyway, look, it's, it's probably less likely that they were trying to create another wraith than they were actually trying to create some kind of a hybrid creature. Probably to be used as a weapon. Super wraith? Super oh.
1: wraith.
0: <laughs> yes. They really must get through a hell of a lot of mouths.
3: Mm. Oh, that's the whole distance from the settlement. I don't see any sign of the Marines yet. Maybe they went back to Atlantis.
0: They wouldn't do that without radio in, Rodney, come on. You know the procedure now. There's
3: no other explanation for why they're not responding to us. Sir. If that thing took them all out, then then that is one nasty bug person. Dial us out. Well, you're only uh,
1: mentioning this now.
0: And this one thing, I know it's a CGI gate, but it still doesn't look quite right in that setting.
3: What? No, 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 no,
0: no, no.
3: mm. Rodney?
0: <laughs> the battery's dead.
3: Control crystal's missing missing you can't dial out fix it It it's not a matter of fixing okay the crystal is just gone someone has removed it to prevent anyone else from
0: dialing out (laughs) the whole crystal's gone
1: you gotta wonder why don't they carry a spare control crystal
0: maybe they're specific to individual dhds Uh, okay i'm pushing there i know
1: well they could probably adapt something you are (laughs) I have a tendency, Shannon, to poke holes in the logic of these things sometimes.
2: You know what? Sean does the same thing. I am all with it. I understand it. <laughs> I do the same thing and I blame him.
0: There we go.
1: They said they didn't want to reveal kind of this early.
0: You want to build up the suspense a bit.
1: Yeah, rather than just,
0: you know, framed by the light. Now you, th- you think, scream. Go on, scream. You know you want to, but he doesn't control. Uh-huh. That's uh, what was all about. In, she'll dial up to get our status. We can request backup. Also, a puddle jumper to come get us.
2: We don't know how long that'll be. That could be hours.
0: It's going to be hours because Elizabeth thinks everything's okay.
2: Yep, doesn't have a clue what's going on down below. What
3: do you call it? A a perimeter? Wait it out.
0: Yes, all four of us.
3: We're not leaving without those
0: Marines. Hang on, guys. We're coming.
3: Let's go back to the settlement.
0: I've walked a mile today already.
2: (laughs) He just wants a sandwich. Which is truly why he was hoping to beat people in the settlement, (laughs) probably.
0: Yes, a sandwich.
1: With a nice slice of lemon on top.
0: Yeah, his backpack probably contains a hundred uh, bars or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: I love how Shepard holds that lemon over him. Yes. <laughs> I'm sensing something.
4: Right. Cannot be certain.
3: Rodney. No. no, I've still just got the one reading. Still no move heading. Uh... No. No, I picked up another life sign. Just popped up out of nowhere. How was that possible?
4: Maybe one of those eggs
3: hatched. Oh, maybe.
1: They were complaining that the problem is they have to hold the screen at exactly the right angle otherwise it's not visible on camera. No, that screen. That tablet thing. Because it was actually a practical effect. It wasn't CG'd in afterwards.
0: Rodney always does look terrified. Even when he's walking behind Shepard and Ronan. Let's face it, they can protect him. And Taylor's behind him when she's got his back. Right, and we're back, and hopefully nobody noticed a little pickup there.
1: It's a nice corridor. Didn't they make the two corridors comment again?
0: Yes, they had a D section and a couple of corridors. Oh
1: dear. What was that?
0: Okay, now they've lost Taylor.
1: Taylor! Uh-oh. Taylor! <laughs> uh, you don't tend to realise at this point in the episode how bad the uh-oh is.
0: Oh, Growing that's, that's, that's not good.
2: That's a pretty bad uh-oh.
0: Oh, they're doing, they're using liquid nitrogen to create the venting. John! It actually got so cold, it froze some of the servos in one of the monster's arms.
2: It froze the rubber.
0: Hello. <laughs> this is... You, you cannot fire an automatic weapon in this close quarter.
2: I know. It's like earlier when they were shooting it. I mean, there's so much crossfire. They would have shot each other.
0: Hmm. Huge credit to Sam and Brian, who were inside the uh, monster suit for this.
2: It might have been hot and smelly.
0: Ryan is the stuntman. Sam was one of the designers of the suit, so they ended up convincing him to actually do the work, because they already had a body mold for him, created by Todd Masters, who did the commentary for this episode. Uh oh. The mystery of the empty room. She went in, but she didn't come out.
3: Where'd she go? Ooh. I'm reading two lifestyles moving away from us, but uh, one floor
1: up, I think. One more air shaft.
0: Let's go. Now you've worked it
3: out. Wait.
0: It disappeared. Useless ancient technology. The
3: life science had just vanished. If I was right. Part of the settlement must be shielded. Wait! No, we won't be able to track
2: them. You know, I really like Connor on um, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. He was in another sci-fi movie last weekend on Sci-Fi Channel. Surprisingly enough, it was bugs that was coming out of the ground, chasing people. I'm like this reminds me of Hellbug.
4: <laughs> this will proceed much more quickly if you don't resist. <sighs> Michael... Hello, Taylor.
1: And I'm sure Mike's seen it.
0: I probably have. What can I say? Mike
1: is a fan of this sort of thing.
0: If you like Connor Trenier, he actually had a very small cameo in a, a web series called Kittens in a Cage. What? <laughs> it's a, a women's prison comedy.
2: Kittens hey. in a Cage. Wow, okay.
0: It was a Kickstarter. I didn't back it at the time, but I saw it advertised on Connor Trenier's timeline, Twitter timeline. I had a look at it, $15 for the entire series. Go on then. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Yes, the uh, ramifications of Carson's yes. megalomania.
2: Things did not go well.
0: You almost do feel sorry for him. He didn't ask to be experimented on.
1: Well, um, the universe did sort of repay him for that. You, know, by blowing well, you can him understand why kind he's a bit. little angry.
0: He may be taking it to extremes.
1: Well, it's not like he's got a persecution complex. There are people out there.
4: <laughs> they sensed the human in me. To them, I was unclean.
2: Taya hey, is just way too calm I would be flailing all over the table
4: I barely escaped that hive with my life
0: well it's not the first time he's had a strap to a bed is it? <laughs> I mean last time it was him strapped to the bed and he uses my control to free him
4: mm-hmm. so you can understand my need to protect myself to
0: survive then of course they nuked him and he survived that
3: <laughs> uh oh You could have lived with us.
0: As a human?
4: My consciousness erased by your retrovirus? No. I will live the rest of my life as I choose. But I can't do it alone. So, having taken my cue from the experiment your people performed on me, I figured out how to reverse the process. To create a being even more formidable.
0: Then that is some good close camera work. And Josh Blacker got a credit for this scene, with him screaming on a table.
1: I commented on that in B5, there was a guy who comes to Garibaldi when he's independent, and his daughter appears, and Garibaldi's like, she inhaled some morph gas, her lungs haven't healed yet, and I said, yeah, she's a non-speaking part, so she does not get side credit. although she's on screen and full frame for quite a while did he get any
2: credit because she didn't say anything
1: yep
4: the embryo then contained enough human DNA for me to manipulate
0: a nice twist just to tweak the camera controls the filters gives it a nice look CPF
4: I accelerated the development augmenting the complexity of its physiology there were
0: several adjustments several mistakes and he just says oh Several mistakes, which basically means he probably fooled a load of his experiments because they didn't quite work out the way they wanted. <laughs> wow!
1: Yeah, pretty much.
4: A perfect animal to do my bidding.
0: Now you can be worried.
1: I appreciate the fact that they've taken the thing mentioned by King in Dance Macabre. The creature you imagine is always far better.
0: There we go. In the doorway.
2: Now, as we get further into the I do feel sorry for the guy that was playing the creature.
3: Must be some kind of security lockdown. Whoever took Taylor, no doubt, triggered Yeah, open this up. Stand back. Jeez!
0: he does think big, I'll give him that.
3: Heads up before we start blasting everything?
0: <laughs> it often works, but... You getting more C4? Not in this case. I saw how you and your team destroyed the incubation room.
1: <laughs> you know, struggling against the boss, you're like not
0: even struggling that hard here we go again
4: and don't think that this is the only planet from which I am conducting this experiment that's right soon hundreds of these creatures will be at my disposal and their numbers will continue to grow so long as I have human subjects in supply and now that you're here I do
0: well if that's not an evil villain speech nothing is exit stage left
4: Let's
0: hope it's enough. Ready? Go and look, Rodney. What happened? Uh, okay, guys. Do not approach the explosive. No dust or anything. Come on. Give us something to make it look like a decent explosion.
1: No, they spent it all on the last explosion.
0: They could have somebody with a bucket or something. Something. This isn't good.
3: Whoa. Serious energy spike. What does that mean? Probably just entered the shield section of the
0: settlement. Which could be good or could be bad. Good because that's where Taylor is. Bad because that's where the monster is.
1: Flashing red light.
0: Yeah. What? That red light alerted him to a problem, not the explosion.
2: Your friends are coming. Your friends have been here all along.
0: Yes. <sighs> Go, minions. Go, minion.
1: Eat these hors d'oeuvres.
4: Others will come for us. Dr. Weir will send. Don't concern yourself with Dr. Weir. She thinks your team has met up with the Tyrannid people. And all is well.
2: You would think being down in close quarters, you don't need a red light.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Kind enough to assist me in transmitting a message back to Atlantis.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Again, way too calm. She's in severe shock.
0: She has dealt with him for quite a while, though. I mean, she was his first friend, if you like. It's one of the reasons why he kind of fixated on her. He deems that betrayal even worse.
2: Right, because he trusted her enough to relax and try to learn from her.
4: We believe we were left with no choice. And now I'm in the same position.
2: And it's her betrayal.
4: You drove me to this.
0: And the CGI for this sequence is fantastic.
2: Okay, lay still and pretend like there's something crawling on you.
0: I'll admit it. <laughs> it does. Taylor looks absolutely gorgeous. And this bug as it creeps across the flesh. <laughs> oh, dear me. You don't really know it's you know, what it were, a newspaper.
2: Let's zoom in on this part of Taylor.
0: Yeah, there is a lot of shots where you think, "Do you really have to be that close?" <laughs> you wouldn't be that close if it was Ronin Well, maybe if it was Ronin the ladies would probably like that. But why well, check them? Yeah, they're probably dead. <laughs> Just fell on it. See the blood on the neck where they've been fed upon.
2: I mean, oh, you've I seen know. a room full of—I don't—I don't think there's nothing to check checking for post anymore.
3: Oh, it sounds like bugs.
0: Come on. <laughs> Be careful where you're pointing that gun, please, Rodney. Try to explain why you blew Shepard's head off. Mm. Again, the addition of the red lights into the same hallway just makes it look a bit different.
3: Dead thing, why? I you said it didn't work in this area. It is. I just I th- I thought I could recalibrate it to take into effect yeah. oh. Whoop.
0: Here we go again.
2: <laughs> they are having a bad day. They are, aren't they? Again, they should have got back up by now. Hmm, I hear a noise. <laughs>
0: Hang in there, Taylor. They're coming to rescue you. It's dead. <laughs> you think?
2: Oh. Sherping Even and
1: fucking. That does look creepy. Here it goes.
2: Even a CGI, I'd be freaking out. <laughs> John!
0: Yeah, okay. problem. That would have singed the flesh and that energy bolt. flies across the face.
2: I don't
1: think it flew across the face.
0: Well, I wasn't going to mention anything like that.
2: All right, we need
3: to come up with the best plan. The best plan is to kill him. Hey, just hang on a sec. Maybe I should check out these workstations. There might be some intel. We don't have any time. as so how many of these creatures he created and if they have any weaknesses that we might be able to exploit.
0: Michael's sensible. He's gone. He's not sticking around now.
3: Ronan and I are going after Michael. We'll stay in touch on the radio. Can't. Shielded, remember? Look, the energy spike, at fouls with radio communications as well.
1: Well, then unshielded. Let's go. I'll stay here and do a lot of techno babble. They praised, it was this opportunity, wasn't it? They praised the fact that Rodney could just spout this techno babble.
2: It's almost in every episode that he's able to. Yeah. I mean, just like Amanda could do all this stuff at SG-1. I mean, it's the amount of dialogue that they had to remember would have been astronomically high.
3: Ronan, listen to me. Oh, you listen to me,
4: John. This whole retrovirus thing was a mistake. I said it then, no one listened to me. It was a bad
3: idea. We had to try. If it worked, we wouldn't... But it didn't work!
0: And I like this, Ronan actually putting his foot down for once.
2: This is stupid. Time to kill things my way.
0: <laughs> He's right. So many times I've made the wrong decision with Michael.
2: I like the light's getting faster.
0: <laughs> He's getting closer.
2: <laughs> you don't expect
1: Ronan to be capable of complex strategic thinking. You forget that he kept ahead of the, you know, of the race
0: for years. Well, yeah, and the fact that he was a member of his his world's military. Yeah. And they were an industrial technological society.
3: you think that the human side of him would temper his aggression a bit. Yes,
4: because we humans aren't aggressive at all.
3: Well, certainly less aggressive than the... Oh, sarcasm.
0: Yeah, nice.
4: What Michael is doing right now must be stopped, and he cannot be allowed to escape. He's far too dangerous.
0: Taylor's not going to let being fed upon by a bug phaser.
2: Yeah, she's calm now. I'm okay.
4: His life has been destroyed. He no longer has a home or family. in
3: a family? I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's Ronan saved me.
1: That sounded, the way you put it, sounded like bug phaser. I I, I had an image of, you know, a Star Trek phaser with legs chitinous his plate. <laughs> a bug phaser.
0: You listened to the commentary, Alan. When that scene where Taylor was strapped down and the alien was in the doorway, I had to laugh when Todd Masters was saying, Nice rack, and that's made of silicon. <laughs> he wasn't talking about Taylor. Oh man! It just happened to be upper torso was on screen at the time.
2: Oh man, that was been funny. I remember that part where he's talking about the creature. Get What's confused of which one he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Any luck finding Michael?
1: Michael's long gone.
3: Is that detector working yet? Oh, of course.
1: He forgot.
3: Uh oh, there are more.
1: Oh damn oh. it! What?
3: I'm reading a ton of life signs near you Well define ton and define me Um uh, a few dozen I mean they're, they're all bunched together Prisoners in a holding cell maybe Or worse.
0: Oh that's it John Ever the optimist The pods, mm-hmm. The pod people
2: Like we were talking about earlier this—they When they pull things from other movies I mean it's so aliens right there
1: yeah.
0: yeah
2: It's surprisingly how much A little dot can be a little bit more creepier Release the kraken
0: I
1: think kraken I think the plural of kraken is kraken
0: who oh, are these? The kiss boots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they really didn't want to show them. They thought they looked terrible.
2: Little rhino horn and all. The same scene, the same shot of the stairwell. They liked that.
1: You know, that shot took ages for someone to create, so they use it.
2: You know what's funny is that they had to use the same thing over and over. It's just like in, when you're watching SG1, they're walking, they're always doing left turns in the hallways. <laughs> Ow!
0: <laughs> oh, straight through the throat and the back of the head. <laughs> I'm not overly impressed with Michael's idea of a, an ultimate creature that that can do his bidding. They're not that powerful.
2: Kind of slow and clanky, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: It's not running. It's one of the bugs. Michael.
0: <laughs> Worst.
2: Why isn't he shooting him?
0: Because by reflex, Michael will shoot him.
2: Because you would both die. <laughs> and that would accomplish nothing. And of course, we can get the lovely dialogue. Well then, that- You've seen me.
3: Now, say your goodbyes. But first, give me the control crystals to the DHD. I don't think so. Or I can just kill you. Unless I stun you first.
0: This is the important bit. Stargate does do decent dialogue, I'll give him that.
4: As much as I'd like to sit around chatting. Extraordinary. Aren't they? The army of bug people? I thought you'd be impressed. Not so much. After all, I'm merely continuing the experiment. Your people began.
3: What then? Take over the entire galaxy? That's a little too Dr. Evil, if you ask me. Shepard, the creatures are closing in on you fast. You better get moving.
0: Yes, quickly, because it's guns heavy. <laughs> and as they pointed out, a number of the scenes that went long, John's arm kind of drooped a bit.
3: Give me the control, Chris. I can't do that, Colonel.
1: No, I can't do that, Dave.
3: I have no problem killing you.
0: <laughs> Good people.
1: He's a lot to impress, John.
0: At times, John doesn't make friends, does he?
2: Kind of a loner. <laughs> Meets my little friend.
0: No yes, he's a bit busy at the moment.
2: I always like this facial expressions he makes. It's very believable hmm. when watching Joe Flanagan.
0: I'll die knowing that you and your team did not get off this planet. Look behind you.
2: You'd have to wonder why the other person's lowering their weapon. Yeah, something's changed. I'm not so scared of you anymore. Half you should look behind you.
0: And you're gonna have to put more than one bullet in it anyway. There we go.
2: <laughs> okay, that was just completely cheesy part of it.
0: Yeah. It could have ripped his head off his shoulders.
2: Being chased by a roach.
0: Rope climbing's the reason I got bronze instead of silver in the participation
3: program.
0: What? Oh, Taylor, you go first, please. You should be here forever.
2: Hurry, they're coming! Rodney would never be able to pull himself up.
0: Eve! <laughs> Adrenaline can lend great strength. They are not the ultimate fighting machine at all.
1: And John's got quite a few bullets. This is messed up.
0: Yes, it is John. I mean, look at them. They're going down faster than a fully fed wraith.
1: Mm. Well, fully fed wraith are capable of independent thought, and Michael's a megalomaniac.
0: There's probably one reason why we don't see these creatures again after this episode, and is. Experiments go down a different route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it, John. Make that look real heavy.
1: And make that look real deep. <laughs> yeah. They go on, you can tell them
0: that. Yeah, there's little technicians down that hole with a little flash pan.
1: I'm a garbage can, Lid. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you think of what I'm thinking?
0: We steal his
4: ride.
3: Pick you, Rodney and Taylor. We use a Dart's THC to dial the gate. I was thinking,
4: blow it up, but your idea's is better. Get
2: okay, moving. Here, Ronan just wants to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Ronan doing the
1: Don S. Davis approach. And I wonder what the weapon's energy source is. Whatever it is, it's bloody brilliant.
2: Never has to reload that one. <laughs> I love how he, he's so confident through the entire episode. Now he needs John. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: this isn't going to end well.
0: Yeah, as I said, they felt sorry for Brian and Sam having to do all this.
2: Well, good thing you don't have to get close up on the creature, so you don't have to have exactly the same. They only had two suits.
0: Sam actually collapsed during the filming of that scene. You know, the suit was so heavy, and as I said, he's not a big guy.
2: Yeah, uh, Yeah.
1: Convenient that he was standing in such a way that there was a straight line existed where he could pick up Ronald without picking up of the creatures <laughs> as well. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. Oh, that's not good! My son's behind us too. It's closing in fast. Okay, here they go. One, two, many, lot.
0: Okay, Rodney, this is the time to panic. Nobody's going to blame you. Go on, Rodney, come on! You saw which way the weapons fire came from. Poor Mike. Very accurate flying into, as you said, yeah. just to take them here and not here. It might have been a bit awkward if there'd have been Michael up as well. Go on, scream a bit. You're
2: allowed. Hey, Poor Michael, certainly. he never gets it his way. <laughs> well.
0: Incoming wormhole. Nah, they've been sitting on Atlantis thinking, oh, everything's fine, no problems at all.
2: Lower the shield. I got a question.
1: Why didn't you just throw the dart back through?
2: I it's what I would have done.
0: It might have been a little bit awkward.
2: But I think he says right here it was too big.
0: Who put that bandage on his face? I know it was David Hewlett's idea. Yeah. Any of them could do a better job.
3: What? We barely made it ourselves. We get to come to your Wraith Dart just to dial out.
0: We ditched it on another planet. That's wrong, yeah. <laughs> The cut on his feet was only about an inch long. Out of all yeah. the
2: things they endured down there, you think John and Ronan would have more of the cut? Yeah. Ronan got attacked twice.
4: Wait a minute, Lieutenant Negley sent a message saying they just relocated to a new settlement. No, it was Michael. He sent the transmission. He's the one that killed the Tyranans. Michael? John's
1: looking remarkably unshaven for John. He likes it that way. No, he's normally clean shaven. You don't often see beard, don't John?
2: He had almost a full beard when I saw him at a, at a Comic-Con. Please, scruffy look in.
0: Michael Shanks at the convention, he's fully bearded up.
1: Really? Season, season four of Saving Hope going to be interesting, then?
0: That's probably it. When they're not filming, it's odd here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring a razor to this country, Shannon. <laughs>
2: you didn't bring a razor at all, huh?
1: Nope, I'm not working. I can let my hair grow along and let my beard just keep going.
4: Has he been able to determine just how many more of those creatures Michael was able to create? I'm oh, not an exact figure, no, but Rodney believes it's well into the hundreds.
2: Yep, so it's yeah. our fault again. You're a half-crazed, Michael long-haired guy walking around playing a video game on your, on your phone all day long. It's
4: amazing how quickly he's been able to incorporate our science into his.
2: I'm going to have to go back now and rewatch all of the stuff when I see her in a red shirt.
4: Michael found out about the Turanan settlement through information the Wraith hacked from our database. During our brief alliance with them last year.
2: You
0: think? Well, duh. <laughs> I saw her at DragonCon.
2: I would love to see her.
1: She looked, okay, I was about 300 feet away, but she looked pretty good.
0: She's going to guest star in uh, Melose's Dark Matter, which is going to premiere on the Sci-Fi Channel this summer.
2: She's going to be in Dark Matter? Yep. Oh, my God. That's awesome. What's now, awesome that is something it? I can't they wait to see.
3: They searched the settlement. No Michael, no creatures.
0: Nicely, will get a yeah. mentioned. Not actually going to see him.
3: have <laughs> got the control crystal back in the DHD. Ronnie's trying to figure out the last handrest dial, but
0: uh... It'll take a long time even assuming he hasn't made multiple gate transits, Michael Kenmore, most wanted.
3: We need to find him. He's already too dangerous. And I'm sure we're number one on his hit
0: list. Well, you're certainly not wrong about it being dangerous. Michael will certainly be targeting you now. The only problem is uh, how dangerous will it be? Of course, for those of us that have seen season four, we know how dangerous it's going to be. Right then, that was it. Stargate Atlantis. Vengeance. Pretty darn good.
1: What's awesome is the Sci-Fi Channel is actually doing science fiction again, not wrestling.
2: You know, <laughs> I never understood that. Like, what were you thinking? Again, we were talking about earlier, it's bad marketing. But Dark Matter it, looks so interesting.
1: There's such a thing as good marketing?
2: I think Sci-Fi UK has better marketing. Back in 2009, when I went to Chicago to see Amanda Tapping, was the first time she'd come back to any kind of Comic-Con after her daughter. But Rachel was there, Joe Flanagan was there, Michael shanks was there. I've met Christopher Judge Connor was there also, and they were all there together at that one comic con that was amazing. I'm so uh, happy that she's in dark matter.
1: I met and did a photo op with Amanda, and I got tongue tied
2: you know <laughs> I did too
1: I was just uh, uh i got to, I asked her a question that she did a panel, and we were almost running out of time. I asked her a question about what we refer to as the course of Samantha Carter. And she actually interrupted me and said in a British accent, I know not of which you speak. <laughs> Turned out that she had suggested to the producers that maybe she could have a boyfriend that didn't die. Because everyone who dated with her got killed.
2: Yeah, everyone she, yeah.
1: Except Jack, obviously.
2: Well, she never really had Jack. It's had implied. It's
1: implied. It's alluded to late season eight.
2: Now, I got tongue-tied seeing Amanda too, but not not as bad as I had, had a total fangirl moment when I met Jamie Murray. she put her arm around me and spoke to me in that British accent and I completely forgot everything I wanted to say to her
0: (laughs) totally understandable right then that was Vengeance I'm going to quick look on IMDB Carl Binder who wrote this episode he wrote two episodes of Stargate SG-1 14 episodes of Atlantis and six episodes of Stargate Universe he also wrote for Transporter the series the LA Complex and the new series The Messengers which I haven't seen yet but looks interesting Annie Makita, the director, he directed 29 episodes of Stargate SG 1, 22 episodes of Atlantis, 12 episodes of Stargate Universe, as well as episodes of Transporter the Series, Primeval New World, Bitten, Motive, Cedar Cove, Strange Empire, and I think you mentioned. Yeah, Sanctuary. Yes, and an episode of Sanctuary. He's also. I think he's directed some Dark Matter, but it's not listed as of yet. Once you get familiar with both actors and behind the scenes crew, you start seeing them and popping up all over on shows. Sometimes I'll watch a show just because I've seen a producer that I recognise or a director's in it.
2: I tend to follow your characters or follow your favourite actors. I'm gonna uh, see him on Stargate from Vancouver or now in Toronto. I followed David Boreanaz from
1: Angel into Bones. Angel. I quite like Bones.
2: Jack,
3: Daniel, are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the
0: yellow ones. Never mind. Well, we've recorded the final regular show for Season 10 of SG-1 and Season 3 of Atlantis, and we're getting ready to do the two wrap-up shows. Scheduling means we'll be recording the Atlantis wrap-up show first with Brad, and thus the poll is now open. We've posted links on Twitter, Facebook and Google+, and of course it'll be in the show notes. Please take the time to vote. I know it's going to be a difficult decision. Season 3 of Atlantis is very, very strong but we'd love to hear from you. Stargate birthday time, and beginning on the 10th of May, a very happy birthday to John Scousy, who was the creative consultant on Stargate Universe, and is a well-established and successful author, including the excellent Star Trek-inspired novel Red Shirts, which is in development for a TV series. On the 11th is the birthday of Aaron Paul, who played the young George Hammond in the classic SG-1 episode 1969, and also as Major Kearney on the episode Lockdown. That also featured Gavin Hood, who has his birthday on the 12th of May. Gavin also directed Ender's Game, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and the Oscar-winning Tootsie. Nancy Sorrell has her birthday on the 14th, and she played Garen. On the SG-1 episode, It's Good to be King. And finally on the 16th, the larger-than-life Danny Trejo will be celebrating his birth. He appeared just the once on Stargate Atlantis as Omal, in the episode Missing. He's been quite busy since then and has about a dozen projects listed as in production on IMDb. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can do so via the contact form on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or via email, using gatecastpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We can also be found on Facebook and Google+, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website, which includes a separate RSS feed, which carries every episode we have released. That can be copied, and manually added to a podcatcher. OK, then, let's return to Vengeance. Come try ya! Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Vengeance. Next week, we are going to be looking at... Oh, crikey. It'll be the uh, SG-1 Season 10 up show. Oh, no, well, what am I talking about? It can't be. Can't be, because we've got to... I'll start this again, shall I? Yes. <laughs> Next week's episode will be the uh, Stargate SG-1 series finale. Oh, Yep, unending. Indeed, isn't that a thing? We've been doing this for ten seasons worth of television. Finally,
2: you have reached the ending.
1: We've we've reached the end of SGU. We've
2: got the <laughs> two oh, the movies. Series.
1: We've got the two movies. We've got two seasons of Atlantis and two seasons of SGU. I figure we've got about another two years before we're actually done.
0: Yes, and then all of a sudden, I've got hours of free time.
1: I'll see if I can think up for something else so I can persuade you to change yourself. You too. can't
0: persuade me to do anything. He's done. <laughs> Smallville? No. If you want promise you'll do all the editing and everything, then fine. I'll I'll give you an hour and a half for my time.
1: Come try ya.
0: Thank you very much for joining us next week, Unending. Shannon, thank you very much for taking the time to join us this episode. I'm glad we finally got it recorded.
2: Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's been a blast. I love the show.
0: You just want to quickly plug your podcast?
2: Voices are defined. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Voices of Defiance, where you can find us at voicesodefiance.com. dot com. So check us out.
0: Yep, that's a podcast that I listen to uh, on a weekly basis when it's running. It normally follows the US broadcast schedule. We
2: should be start. I think we're talking about starting up this month. We're just kind of gathering some more material. Yeah, I don't really have much at the moment.
0: They have announced the uh, premiere date for season three, haven't they?
2: They have. It's June twelfth.
0: June the twelfth. So not that long. Not that. Not that long now to wait.
2: Not that far. I am excited.
0: Yep. Thank you very much, everybody. I've been Mike.
2: I've been Alan. Have a good night.
0: Bye-bye. Cheers, Alan.
2: Thanks, guys. ta
0: You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.